everyone. Welcome to Dream It, Dare It, Do It, Live the Life You Want. My name is Jasmine. I am your host for all of the podcasts. Uh, <laughs> and today we're starting season five. I can't believe we're at season five. This is the beginning of a new series. It's going to be the same stuff, but I'm just saying. Uh, <laughs> and today I have... Um, Yael with me. Hi, Yael. Hi, Jasmine. It's How so are nice you? Same here. Well. Thank, thank you for, for accepting. I'm trying to remember your last name by memory. What is your last name? Abramson. A Abramson. Yeah. Okay. That's what I wanted to make sure. So, Yael, every, so everybody knows that I just, I, I don't know most of my guests when they show up. You know, so I've got no agenda, really. I get to know people as they get to know you also. Um, and so the way that I've heard of Yael to everybody listening is I, everybody knows I'm in a conversation about, you know, weight, eating, body image, all of that conversation that I'm, I'm, in, in, I'm exploring. And I had heard that Yahel had seen something about that also, or in around that that subject. And as you all know, I am now part of the committee of the 3P French community or the Three Principles French community. And Yael is also part of the what do you call the the community? Um, I'm a part of the as you are, the LGBT community and the Hebrew community, the Hebrew speaking community in, in Israel. Okay, very cool. So so obviously your first language is Hebrew? It's it's English, but growing up in, in Israel. Yeah, uh, it's like, okay. Okay, yeah. I got it. So that's, that's everybody, that's how I got to know of Yael. So, Thank you for accepting the invitation to coming on to something you had no idea what it was. <laughs> so the, um, the podcast is called Dream It, Dare It, Do It. Live the life that you want. And so I'm going to ask you the question. I'm going to put you on the block right away. <laughs> if if you had to dream it, dare it, do it, live the life that you want, like, what would you see around that? What do you see around living the life that you want? Good question. Living the life that I want. There, there are a lot of things that I would like to have in my life. But the life that I want to live, which I am more and more present to, is, is having a life where I have more of life and less of want. Mm -hmm. and, and the way I'm experiencing it, and sorry, one of my cats is here and she really wants my attention. That's okay. We understand um, here at the podcast, Dream It, Dare Do It. <laughs> Say hi. Yeah. Say hi. So cute. Hi, Musika. You can stay <laughs> or go. 
And the way the way I'm experiencing it, which is very different than <clears throat> what I thought my dreams were, because in the past I thought I want to be an Italian chef. I want to have a restaurant. And um, I would just want to be rich and have a very different life than the way I grew up, you know. But since coming across the principles and having of my, I guess, this disabilities move away, um, and weight was one of them, and, you know, thinking about food and body image. The days I'm spending in now is having days where I have just more peace of mind. Like I'm spending it and not thinking about how do I want to spend my life, which was a very big part of the past. And, and also when I came across the principles, because I was a lot in, you know, I was in the intellectual side of it, like thinking about thought. And I spent a lot of time doing that. I didn't know that it wasn't so helpful for me. Mm. So, so now living the life that I want is having days where most of my day is, is just here. It's peaceful. It's not asking myself how my day was, um, not wondering, you know, how my day is going to be tomorrow. It's spending more time in life, in my ride on the bike, on my walk, just being there. That's how I see it now. Hmm. Yeah, I, I I see that too. I see how I used to spend time <clears throat> in my head evaluating, how am I doing now? Okay, I did that in order to this. So, you know, I want I want money. I did that for this. Okay, so did did that happen? Oh, I don't have money. Okay, now I'm miserable. Like I just I just like be living it's it's kind of like living up there right you 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 live in a, a made-up world <clears throat> instead of going oh wait today i took my dog in my arms and she just loved me unconditionally and she gave me kisses and and oh i went on a podcast episode and i met somebody that's in israel and you know i had a great conversation and oh the sun is beautiful outside look at the color of the snow but like it's just like so different from before where it was like i want to be important i want to have a business card i want to make a lot of money which it doesn't i'm not saying that that's wrong though i'm not saying that if you want that it's wrong Yet, whenever I wanted this as, uh, as my goal, I didn't feel any peace. You know, there was like, there was a missing, there was always a missing for me of, like, in fact, if I think about it, when I was from in my 20s from 20 to 30 i worked because my goal was like i'm gonna have a business card i'm gonna be a businesswoman i'm gonna have a career i'm gonna make lots of money right and for 10 years after 
after college, I worked for a company and I went through, you know, I went from the bottom of the ladder to the top of the ladder. Like I did all of the steps inside the company. And after 10 years, I was miserable. And, and the words that came into my mind was, I was put on this earth for this. That's what I'm supposed to do with my life. Wake up in the morning, hurry, like hurry to work, scream the whole way through because you're in traffic and this is annoying and all of this and then get to work and not like the people that you work and like all of this. I was like, I can't believe that's what I was put on earth for. And I just, I just left. I quit. I, I, I had nothing. Didn't have another job. I, I had nothing. I just quit. I was like, no, I cannot do this. And I think that that began my journey into getting to find out what inner peace really is. No, I think it's I think it's very interesting that um, no I, I I didn't I didn't think that I wanted to lose weight you know I wanted to lose weight but I didn't I didn't think it in order for it to happen like when I came across the principles. I was diagnosed with bipolar. I was going through psychosis on and off. I was 125 kilos. And I kind of accepted that that was my life. And in that space, I didn't have many goals for myself. Or I didn't have many ideas of where I could go because I was very limited because I was on medication and I was living a life that... It was kind of like it was... It was like, I, I thought it was given to me. It was like, here, this is what happens. You have a disease. <clears throat> this is how you deal with it. So even thinking of going on, I don't know, three-month vacation was not possible because then I had to go back and get medication, right? I had to be in touch with my doctor. I have to have a blood test. So when I came across this understanding and I heard This man, this simple man, say, we all live in the middle of mental health. We just don't know it. I felt that was true. You know, I felt that was true. And when you say inner peace, that is a feeling. And when I went to the next day, to the next day, to this um, to these meetings that they were introducing the principles, there was someone that was talking about, Julian Fraser. he was talking about diets. He was talking about how he sees the diet world through the principles. And it was very clear for me that he wasn't talking about a diet. I didn't know what he was talking about because it was very new to me. And I had no understanding. I had no concept in my mind of principles. I didn't even know what they were talking about. But I felt 
And I knew that what he was saying is true. So mind you, I am having this experience of being new to the principles. The next six months were horrible. My mind became so busy because now I was aware that I have thoughts. I was aware of thinking. I wasn't just thinking. It wasn't like it was stuck to my head. It started, there started being this separation. So to me, I was puzzled. I didn't know what was going on and I didn't really know what to do with it. But in that six months, looking back, trying to figure out and, and, and seeing thought and being fascinated and afraid and being open up to this whole new world, I probably just stopped thinking about food and I lost 50 kilos. So that was one thing. That was the first step. That was like, I saw how I thought about a cookie and before I knew it, my hand was on the, on the handle mm. of the cupboard. And I was like, oh, wait, where did that start? It started there. I was thinking about it. My hand got to here and then I would stop. So I just was testing the waters. Now, I, because I didn't know what happened, now I'm trying to eat healthy and I started being aware of food and I'm learning about my body and I discovered that I'm not stupid. And I knew in that moment when I heard what I heard, I knew that I'm mentally healthy. I didn't know what to do about it. I didn't know how it could play out in my life, but I knew something that I never knew before. So I'm trying to figure out all these things and now I'm getting into the external world again. And I'm like, okay, healthy food. And I didn't realize that I was thinking about that a lot as well. So I started putting on weight. And there was this game for a little while. And I think it was about a year and a half ago that I saw again the amount of thinking I had about food in the past, I had now about healthy food. And in that moment, it was like, oh my God, I'm doing the same. It just has a different jacket. And that's when I really decided to look away from that. And in a new Open, opened up for me because when I the more I was noticing how I feel instead of what I'm thinking about I started being guided from somewhere else and I've been seeing that food is not the problem just like my, my addiction to smoking weed was not the problem and how I let go of that. There was something that was happening before. There was a feeling there that I would resist. Didn't want to feel. I didn't want to be in the existence of that feeling. It wanted to become free. And when I saw that, this is where I went back to what Sid said. If the only thing we would know not to be afraid of our experience, 
that would change the world. Not the outside world. My world. This world. And the way that I see that I healed from this and that I healed from psychosis was allowing myself to stay present with any feeling, painful feelings, unwanted feelings, to allow myself to be present with this. Allow it to go through me, allow it to be in me however long it needs. Not to make decisions from this place, not to eat from this place. And that's a journey. And when that comes, comes down, the wisdom that is built in every one of us shows up and lets me know what to eat. I already know what to eat, right? I don't, so, so therefore I don't need a, a dietitian or because I already know I'm not five years old and I'm not 10 years old. I know how health looks. I know what vibrant, vibrant food feels like. I know what it, I know when I say vibrant, my mind knows what it wants. My body knows what it wants. So that was a total different way of looking about diets and, um, and mental health. And so that, that's my, my little story that I went off on a, on a, on a tangent, but it was a beautiful tangent and we could feel the space. Honestly, we could feel the space. And it just reminds me like lately I've, cause I've been exploring it for myself. I mean, I mean, we can see that Jasmine's overweight. I mean, there's no hiding it. Right. Like, um, and I, but I always have been all my life. I mean, people started telling me I was overweight when I was six, you know, I mean, I remember people saying I wasn't overweight. I, I, you know, my opinion, I, I wasn't overweight or the way that my mental, you know, definition of overweight is at, at six, I wasn't overweight. Um, now I agree. <laughs> now I agree. I, I, I am. But I am also seeing how much, like you said, I've seen also all the thinking that I have. And for me, it's not about food. For me, it's about my self-image. It's all the thinking that I have about how I should look, how I don't look anymore, how I should be, how people see me, how I, I, I get into a, I get into the space of, of, well then, if this is it, like you said in the beginning of your conversation, right? You were like saying, you, Oh, I forget. My train of thought totally disappeared. Uh, but I heard it in the beginning of your conversation where you were saying that there was a lot of thinking around that. Um, and I, I can see that it's a, I need to, I kind of go into a mode of this is this is what you gave me. That's what you said. This is what you gave me. I have to live with it. I have to accept it that I'm sick. That's it. That's that. Right. So I've seen that for myself also. 
And where I went with it in the past few months is our body knows. Like, our body knows what to do. Yeah, like if I cut myself, it's going to heal myself, right? Well, my body knows when it's hungry and my body knows when it's not, when it's done, right? So I'm bringing my awareness to that. I'm bringing my awareness to, okay, are you hungry because your body's saying you're hungry? Or are you hungry because you want to eat because you're bored? You want to eat because you like it? You want to heat? Yeah, you want to eat it because it actually tastes good and it's going to make me feel good when I taste it. So there's all this, I'm seeing all of that now. And I think in what I heard and what you said, it was an evolution also, right? It's not like you woke up one morning and you said, okay, I see it now and bloop, <laughs> you lost 200 kilos, you know? It's not like, okay. That's not how it works. It's it's becoming aware and and seeing within your world what's going on. And I think that I think that that's I I actually loved what you said about that. It's like the it's it's not the entire world it's your world yeah. can i say something about that yes please no for when you when you talked about body image it just reminded me yeah I forgot that it was totally about that, you know. It was totally about that. I was, I didn't even think I needed to change what I was eating. I love the food that I love. Pasta and bread was my, I ate pasta every day for lunch and for dinner. And I loved cooking. I was a chef. I was, you know, that was my life. Well, I thought that was my life. I thought that my life food was the biggest part of my life because I was good at it and I loved it and I loved serving it to others and I loved how I felt when I ate it and I loved how other people felt when they ate their food and the experience I gave them but I didn't like who I was I wouldn't no one would like me because I'm overweight no one would like who I am because this I can't perform this way because I'm overweight but the thing that I saw that was in the beginning of that was when I would go through psychosis, I would become very, very skinny. So skinny, I looked like I was a like I was sick, sick, skinny. And I think it was about two years before I came across the principles, probably 10 years ago. I was very overweight, right? And the, the highest weight I was ever in. And I looked in the mirror. And I was disgusted. I, I don't understand today how can I be disgusted for myself, but that's what that was the experience. And when I looked in the mirror, a thought came into my mind. And it said, you remember when you were skinny? 
and you didn't like yourself. And in that moment, I knew that it had nothing to do with my weight. So then I, I didn't know where to look because I didn't know anything about how my experiences created. And I didn't know anything about self-help. And I wasn't interested because I was damaged goods. I was really damaged in all, from all ways. But what I'm seeing today is, and working with, with clients around this idea, it's not about the food. Because food is, it's, we made something out of it. We made businesses out of it. We made it something that we have to think about. And that's where we experience things. And it's delicious. And it's, it's, but it's not something that we need for our nourishment. It's not, it's not a way that we were naturally supposed to be around this food thing, mm-hmm. right? Like you said. My body knows when it's hungry. My body also knows to stop. But it only knows that when we get quiet enough to listen. When we're present in our life and and, and going through that motion with, with clients that, like me, and even longer than me, because some of them are, are, are much older than me, for 40 years, trying to look for the diet. Trying the to look perfect for the one. Diet. The perfect one. The perfect person that knows exactly what. But every person that's a dietitian that wrote a book, wrote it from their experience. So it's the best for them. And if someone tells me, and I also worked with people that were on programs that, um, I don't know, it's called ratio, like you weigh your food and all that. But in that program, we learn that we're damaged. That's why we need someone to tell me what to eat. So I'm never free of this thing. And I have this as well. That when I was very young, someone told me something about food. Someone told me um, from the very close family, someone told me about my weight and how I should look and how I should be. And that became truer than who I am. And that's what sits. Oh my God, I love that. That became truer than who I am. Just that, I'm touched, moved, and inspired just by that phrase, yeah. That became truer than who I am. And sorry, I, uh, it obviously touched, touched. And for me, that was weight, right? And for me, that was also expression, self-expression. I was told that, you know, I shouldn't express myself in such and such a way, you know, and then that became truer than who I am. And I'm coming back to that now. I'm coming back to who I truly am. And I want that for everybody. 
Like there's nothing wrong with any, every single one of us is just fine the way we are. Yeah. You reminded me what I wanted to say before I went on my second um, trip. Go. Dream it, dare it, do it. The life that I want to live, right? When I said, I, I heal my world when I allow all feelings to come up, right? And because we live in a world that we're all connected, we're all part of the same divine intelligence. No, no separation. We're all one of the same. Life will bring us and invoke in us through outside, through inside, through memories, whatever needs to come up in order to heal. And when I heal one thing inside of me, because we're all connected, it heals in everyone. Mm. And that is my dream. My dream in life is to live a beautiful life, making a dent in the mental health world and making a dent in the world of diets and food and body image. Because what I see is I spent years and I meet everyday people that are twice my age that are still trying to figure it out and spending so much of life trying to figure out how to nourish themselves. But it's not about that. They're trying to figure out how to have more peace in life. They're trying to mm. find out where peace is. And it's nothing that can come from our external world. That's what I know for sure. So that's my dream. To help others, to guide others, to hold their hand while they learn how to heal themselves. Yeah, El, I was so happy to meet you today. Like, really, like, you made me cry, man. <laughs> I really, like, this was a beautiful conversation, and I thank you greatly for accepting it. It's my pleasure. It was my pleasure to be here with you today, and I'm looking forward to seeing you soon. Everybody else, I hope that you've enjoyed this as much as I have. Please share the love. Tell everybody about Yael. Uh, I'm going to, what, do you have a website? If people want to reach out to you, how can they do that? I have an email. You yes. have an email? Okay. So do you want to share it out loud or do you want me to just ask people to reach out to me and then I'll give it to them? Um, it's Yael Abramson, 83, Fantastic. All right. Well, thank you again. And I'm going to tell everybody else to dream it, dare it, do it, live the life that they want. And I'll see you next time. Take care, everybody. Bye. Thank you.